Oh man, here we go back with another one. Yes, 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 we are back. Make sure you subscribe to become part of the tribe. Make sure you like or take a hike and comment if you're rocking with the content. Mm-hmm. Now we got we got a special guest in the building. That we do, man. Yes, we do. And as we always say, mm-hmm. he's the most recent. So he's the most special. He's the most special. Mm-hmm. And he's going to end this year off right. That's right. One of them man. fire ones. That's right. Yeah. We got a producer, fire producer. And we're going to talk about, you know, his, his new tape that slaps. Mm-hmm. We're going to get into his history a little bit on this music tip. We got LP Lost Perception in the building. What's up, bro? What's Yo, up? What's good? Thank you so much for having me. Uh, you know, I really appreciate it. Um, you know, it's always good to, you know, connect with people from the scene and, you know, yeah, just chop it up. For yeah, sure, man. man. Thanks nice. for coming through. You were the rare person uh, who has been on this show who is uh, west of Litchfield, I want to say. <laughs> that's you know that's accurate. Literally that's... every time I got to be like, look. Here's where I am. Yep. Plan accordingly. Mm-hmm. Map so, your route. SoCal, Arizona. SoCal, you know, like Arizona say. is yeah. where we live. You know what I'm saying? So. <laughs> yeah, no joke. Uh, yeah, I just went to California, and I made it in less than five hours. Yeah, so. yeah. easy work. <laughs> but yeah, when you sent me the address, I was like, wait, that's like 10 minutes away. That's yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, straight straight, straight <laughs> uh, down south. We right there. You know what I'm saying? I decided to 10. <laughs> oh, so. so let's get into it, man. Um, you just dropped a tape. Um, and we'll get into that in a little bit. Let's get into kind of your start, your come up, um, and not only the Arizona music scene, but the music scene in general. Okay. Um, I mean, so I think, uh, you know, when I first fell in love with hip hop with, well, here's the thing. A lot of my, my peers, a lot of my friends that are, are into hip hop, they're a little bit older than me. So, okay. Um, you know, when they came up, it's usually like that early 90s, you know, like NWA, mm-hmm. you know, Eric B, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Wu-Tang, you know, mm-hmm. all that. The, the, good, the good stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Stuff. yeah. It's, it's all sure. dope. But yeah. for me, like, you know, um, I just turned 37, so I was a little bit too young for that. Mm-hmm. So when I okay. came into hip hop, <clears throat> it was around like 95. Right. Okay. And so that's yeah. really like when Pac was with Death Row, you know, mm-hmm. Biggie's at the height. Right. Um, and so that's really when I first fell in love with it. And, um, I remember hearing hip hop like growing up just cause my mom was a music lover. So, okay. you know, I'd hear like LL Cool J going back to Cali or like mm-hmm. my sister was into like Vanilla Ice or whatever. Okay. Um, so, um, yeah. but just being a, a music fan, just cause of my mom, she listened to everything. Mm-hmm. Um, by the time I did really discover hip hop and dive into it. It was just a whole new world for me, right? Um, so then I went backwards. So then I went back and I studied, you okay. know, all mm. the, all the, you know, those that came before that era that you know I first started listening to. Mm-hmm. Um, then I got a little bit older and um, No Limit popped off. Yo, and yo, that just blew my mind. Shout out to No Limit Absolutely. Days, bro. Um, the no Limit Days was crazy. Yeah, you know, I so I'm from Maryville, right? Yeah. So I went to school in the heart of Maryville and Lucia Elementary School. There used to be a warehouse uh, right there. And so seventh, eighth grade, every day I would walk from school to that warehouse, drop that 20 bucks for every No Limit CD every week. I would use my allowance. Mm. Man, the and, warehouse, um, dude. Yeah. I miss the warehouse, dude. Yeah, that was up. such a cool, cool place to go get music. Man. Absolutely. Yeah. And, um, you know, just reading the liner notes the producers seeing you know master mm. p executive producer right. the covers the covers you know i really just mm-hmm. was fascinated yeah. by that whole movement and that's really when i was like you know what like i want my own record label when i get older, okay right okay. so Respect. um so fast forward you know like I, I just kind of started enjoying all kinds of hip-hop right um that opened me up to other music in the south you know um, but eventually, uh, I made a friend who was an MC in eighth grade. He was start he started to rap, and um, I was like, "Wow, I actually know someone in real life that does this." <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> so um, by the time we got to high school, he started doing it more seriously, and he wanted to record, but he didn't know, you know, how to make, you know, or how to get beats or anything. He was just rapping over instrumentals. Um, Which is what everybody was doing. Yeah, at absolutely. The time, right? Right. Nobody yeah. really had a, a dude. Yeah. 
Yeah. Everybody was rapping when nobody was making beats. It was like straight up line wire. Yeah. Right. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Let me sure. try to get the instrumentals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, um, you know, by that time I wanted to be a DJ. Okay. But I really didn't have, you know, money for turntables or whatever. Yeah, so sure. um, I was in my technology class in high school. Uh, my teacher in there, he had this program uh, called Music or what was it? Magic's Music Maker. Magic's Music Maker. <laughs> yeah. That was my first that was my first recording program too that yeah. I ever got. Yeah. yeah Shout nice. out to Magic's, man. And so like he let me borrow the disc and I took it home. Fire. And so, you know, it was pretty straightforward. Like it had loops in there. You can kind of just build them yeah. up mm-hmm. and make your own beat. And so those were those were my first beats. Okay. Um but then I realized like, wait a minute, I could you know, cuz I was so I've always also had a background in IT. So like I always had that love, right? So I had built my first computer around that time too. So I knew a little Fire. bit about, you know, Windows and all that stuff. Okay. Um so I figured out like, wait a minute, I could go into the system settings and put my own like samples in there. Like mm, this nice. is crazy. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I would go get my mom's records or my sister's CDs and I would rip them into the computer. And I would uh, cut them up in this program called Nero Wave Editor. It came with like a, it was like a CD burning software. Okay. And okay. and so uh, I would take loops of like you know from drums or like little riffs. Yeah, right. This is cool, man. I yeah. like this. Dude. Oh, like I'm ripping CDs. I'm yeah, like, right? oh shit, we used to do that. I forgot <laughs> about that. Yeah, for real. Facts so, though. Go ahead. Go yeah. ahead. So I'd put it in like the program directory, and uh, so then I would start making my own beats in Magic's mu- Music Maker with my own samples. Right? Okay, mm-hmm. fire. And so that was cool. Um, but then eventually, um, I discovered Fruity Loops 3.5. And here's the thing, like, um. It wasn't even cool back then. Like people used to clown on it. Like it, it just wow. used to come free with you know different products, and no right. one liked it. Um, but I just I basically did the same thing. I put my own samples in there, and I would construct my own beats using that, mm-hmm. and it was so cool. So I would just kind of you know make these beats. I would make give them to my friend. We would go That's book fine. studio time, and we would mm-hmm. you know record songs. Um, so eventually, um, you know, we had a little crew or whatever, and um, we, some of us kind of had a falling out, but I was still cool with, with that one, with my one friend. His name was Creeper, by the way. Okay. Um, you know, shout out to him if, if he's out there still. Um, but we, he had moved, right, to this uh, townhouse on 47th Avenue in Thomas. Okay. And um, one day he's like, hey, man, like my neighbor... Um, you know, he, uh, you know, he makes beats and, you know, I think you should meet him, but he had, you know, he just told me about this website called 602 streets. Okay. And I was like, okay, cool. So I went on to 602streets.com and like everybody from the scene was on this website. Mm, okay. And that's where I found out about Atlas and Hood Famous. Yo, shout uh, out to Atlas, yeah, Absolutely. Bro. Shout out to, to Atlas. Uh, I found out about um the dark water merchants which atlas was part of mm-hmm. uh mind spit mm-hmm. which was like shogun and mike devious mm-hmm. and uh sci-fi and knock um avenue of the arts crew yeah i mean so many people were on the site um so i became a fan so i would go to zia's and buy their stuff yeah um it, that's when you know that's really when i learned about shogun being a producer and there was another producer out here at the time called the strata hyru okay he actually produced hood famous so i just was like wow this is so cool that this is people like me right. actually like doing this for real mm-hmm. right so i i ended up meeting my friend's neighbor okay so my friend's neighbor turned out to be arlo from the society of invisible right and <laughs> um, yeah and so at that time they weren't tsoi yet they yeah. were still called the collective yeah. Uh, eventually, they they merged with the Darkwater Merchants and formed the Society of Invisibles. But that's when I when I met Rock. That's mm. when I met uh, Judgment, mm-hmm. and I really started to form a relationship with them. Um, but kind of going back to Six Hundred Two Streets, um, I was sort of getting away from making beats for my crew, and um, I really just wanted to push, uh, you know, my one friend. And I was looking, you know, to network. So what I ended up doing was um, I saw there was this cat out here. His name was He Just Trife. And he was doing all these different mixtapes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it was a Probable Cause series. 
Okay. And like he like had everybody on, on the scene in these mixtapes. Mm-hmm. So I said, Hey man, like um, you know, I would really like to work with you. I have a friend, he's ill. Can he can he get on? He's like, Sure. So um I go to his crib, you know, the two of us, um, you know, they record a song. But you know, but that's that's the day I met him. I met um you know, Carnegie and uh, rest in peace to Carnegie. Yeah, rest in peace to Carnegie. Man. Um, you know, colleagues, I met him there. Yeah, um, and so I ended up, so they recorded a song and it had, man, the song was crazy. It was called Terrazona Triumph. Okay. And so they rapped over Triumph from Wu-Tang. Hmm. And this was, uh, it was Triumph, it was Carnegie, it was Khalik, it was Two-Tone, Blaze Rock, uh, Joey Bags, Rock was on it. Like, this track was crazy. Crazy. <laughs> so I said, hey man, like, can I get the acapella? He's like, yeah, no problem. So I remixed the track. Fire. Yeah, and I threw it up on, on 602 Streets. And so from there, uh, there was this cat, his name was Diggs. Shout out to Diggs, man. So Diggs used to manage this other cat named Phil Harmonic. Phil Harmonic. And Phil Harmonic's one of the illest MCs you'll ever hear. Phil Harmonic is fire. And um, so he's like, hey, man, you know, P. Harm, we need some beats. You know, can can you shoot me some stuff? Mm-hmm. So I shot him some beats, and they recorded a song, and I put that up on 602 Streets. Okay. And that's the song uh, that really opened me up to the scene, because at that point, uh, people were hitting me up left and right. And I had a crew. I had a crew called the Council Productions. Okay. And so at that point... Uh, you know, we were just making beats for everybody uh, out here. And um, the original version of the crew uh, was me, uh, my homie Flip. And then um, I had a couple of other guys that ended up kind of departing from the group. Okay. Just because I was trying to get more serious. Right, um, right. So it was just Flip and I for a minute. But then we eventually recruited um, a couple of other guys. One was Shogun and one was this other cat named Deuce Wild. Um, but I, we can get into that later. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm with it. Yeah. But yeah, like, um, so that really, that really op- opened me up, opened me up, right? And um, I met, around that time, that's when Blaze Rock hit me up, wanting mm. to do some tracks as well. Okay. And um, I'll tell you this, like, Blaze Rock is a, is a very, you know, close friend of mine, you know, brother. He was the best man of my wedding. Um, and we had so many tracks together, man. And um, from there, I mean, we just did so many songs and we kept growing, man. Like, you know, kept meeting people. Uh, So if I fast forward a little bit, I want to say it's around like 2009-ish. Okay. Um, Yeah, because also just just based on the timeline, that had to be like from 01 to like 06, 07. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just, every, just based on like the Fruity Loops 3.5. Yeah. Like, every, every, like, everything I just said is from like, yeah, like 2002 up until um, the story I'm about to tell was 2009. Okay. Just all that stuff. It's crazy, Fire. man. That's dope. And so um, by this time, I'm already working with Trife. Trife had his own studio called Music House. Uh-huh. And um, so, I mean, we've done so many tracks. Um, he's kind of like a... He was more like a Diddy or like a DJ Khaled in terms of the kind of producer he, wanted, he, he was. He wanted to put everything together. Yeah, but, so yeah, I'd okay. go over there. He's like, hey, man, I got this sample. I, you know, I think you can do it this way. So I'd basically be his hands. I was learning how to do Pro Tools in his studio, all that stuff. Okay. Um, and it was cool because I was being exposed to other people, mm-hmm. like other artists. Right. And um, so I was in there. And um, by this time, I had known a lot of people. And I wanted to make a compilation, like kind of like how he was. Okay. And um, that's so I was kind of getting my name out there. So I started doing like beat battles. And um, one day I was doing a beat battle, and uh, it was like me. It was uh, DJ DJ Les Mustafa. Okay. Uh, Mustafa. Yeah, man. I haven't heard that name in a minute. Mm-hmm. Super fire producer. He's fire. Yeah. I mean, you're dropping all kinds of names. This, this yeah. is crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and I'm not trying to be a name dropper. I'm just no, 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 no. You're not me back. back. No, you yeah. won't leave me back. Yeah, I'm like, right? yeah. I'm like, man, this man, is crazy. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Keep going. Keep going. It's, keep it's going. nuts. And I'm so, like, it was over. Um, you know, less like just completely smashed me on that beat battle, but it's okay. And so I'm outside, and this cat comes up to me. And he hands me a flyer. He said, hey, what's up? You know, my name's Mega Rand. I want you to check out my new new flyer and our oh, album. Dude. And he hands me, a, um, you know, the flyer for Mega Rand, the first one. Mm-hmm. 
And so I was like, yo, okay, cool. Like, this is dope. I had never heard of him, heard of him at that point. Right. So, um, but, you know, I was working, he was working. And um, I think he kind of just saw how hard, you know, I was grinding at that time. And so eventually uh, we ended up doing a couple of songs together. And um, he approached me one day. He said, hey, man, um, you know, I'm, I'm really thinking about doing this, this Final Fantasy record. You know, mm. um, you know, what do you think? And I'm like, hell yeah, man, I love that game, you know? Right, so, right. Um, so eventually like, for, fast forward to 2010, um, you know, he's like, hey, let's do it. So every day, man, like, you know, I would wake up at like four o'clock in the morning, get ready to go to work, get home by two, work on some beats for a couple hours, spend time with my, uh, with my, with my wife, my fiance at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, she'd go to sleep then i'd work on some more beats mm-hmm. until you know two in the morning go to mm-hmm. sleep and repeat mm-hmm. you know for months mm-hmm. uh to, you know for final fantasy and um you know once it was done and he put it out you know that that joint went super viral yeah um, yeah did. yep you know and that was what 10 years ago right yeah. like mm-hmm. so um it's crazy man like um just all the the response that got, you know, all the just connections that I happened to make during that time. So when you when you were producing that record, mm-hmm. um, was it was it difficult for you? Because obviously you're a fan of the game, mm-hmm. and so and you're trying to create this sound, these sounds, just basically universal sound mm-hmm. for not only for an artist, but also trying to keep it true to the game's feel and still have that level of energy that a hip-hop track needs like did you find that balance of doing all that a little bit difficult or was it easy because you were so you loved the game so much it was like this i can just pull oh there's a sound there's a sound let's go um it it, it wasn't it wasn't easy but it wasn't super difficult okay and so the reason why i say that is because um the reason why I knew I was up to the challenge mm-hmm. is so there's a song on that album called Sephiroth, mm-hmm. right? And so this that beat is actually sort of a remix of a beat that I did for Blaze Rock okay. on when it hit on the first album we did together, which was called All Things in Due Time. Okay. And so when uh Rand had approached me about this, I was like, yo, like that's perfect because I already like kind of went down this path. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I, of course, I went to my bro, Blaze Rock. I was like, hey, man, do you mind if I, you know, redo this beat? Because you already have songs. He's like, yeah, no problem, whatever. Blaze is actually on the intro of Black Materia. Mm-hmm. But um, so I was just doing me, man. Like, you know, I was just okay. taking the sample, flipping it like I normally would. There were a couple of songs that were really difficult. So what I ended up doing was um, just kind of looking up like the sheet music and kind of just plugging it in into, into Fruity Loops mm-hmm. or whatever and recreating it that way. Okay. Um, that's kind of like how I got the the most popular song on that, which was Avalanche, because mm-hmm. that has very little of the sample in it, but it's more of like a trap style beat, like like an old trap version, like like Jeezy type right, trap. Right, 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 right. Um, but yeah, so it wasn't too hard, but it wasn't too too uh, easy either. Okay. Yeah. Since, since we're here too, uh, you just re-released or. Um the instrumental or remixes didn't you just do remixes of that because you you dropped by the way we'll, we'll touch on them uh but you just dropped four projects this year right beat tapes sort of yeah so okay I, so I, <laughs> I did release two beat tapes okay. this year um and you know we can get into that too so uh so with the instrumentals um i i only had them up on my band camp before. Oh, okay. All right. And I had taken them down for a long time. Okay. Uh, I recently put them back up and then I put them back on the streaming. And so that's what you, that's okay. what you saw hey, was yeah. now they're available to everybody. Okay. Um, and so sort of the story behind that was, is um, after Black Materia came out, I, um, you know, I, you know, I helped Rand push it, you know, like mm-hmm. you, we, I was helping him ship stuff out. Right. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I would go to work and stuff, you know, the packages, you know, take them to the post office. And, you know, we did that for that year. Um, but I had some very personal events happen in my life. Okay. Um, you know, towards the end of that year, going into the next year. And that really, like, took me out of my element. Mm. Like, it, like, set me back. And so that kind of started my sort of decline or kind of, I kind of just went away. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, uh-huh. I disappeared. 
And um, I still did things here and there. Like if someone asked me, uh, you know, for some stuff, but I really stopped. I, I just had to go away, you know, it yeah. was, um, I don't know, man. I, I, we can get into it if you want, but it's, uh, hey, yeah, it's, it's, a, okay. it's, yeah, it's open <laughs> but, for you, bro. But I get yeah. it though. Sometimes you have to step away from, for whatever yeah. reason, maybe it's just too much. Maybe it's stressful. Many different reasons why well, to step away from something to either yeah, reevaluate yeah, the situation so and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. So I you think, it, I think it's important um, to talk about it just because um, it, it's going to sound super depressing, but I'll flip it on you. You know what I mean? So um, the main thing that happened was, you know, I had got sick and um, I had got Bell's palsy mm. and um, and I was very concerned about my appearance, mm-hmm. how people would take me mm-hmm. and that like ruined my confidence. Mm. And for years, I'm not even kidding for years and I never healed from it um, physically. But what ended up happening was um, I read this book called The Four Agreements, Mm -hmm. and that book just changed my life, Mm -hmm. you know, and um, if you have not read that book, I suggest you read it. Okay. But um, it really sort of um, taught me that a lot of what we feel in life Mm -hmm. is based in fear. Mm -hmm. And so when you think about like anxiety or being nervous, um, you know, let's just take public speaking for example yeah right. have you ever had to do public speaking yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. all right you get uh-huh. nervous before you do it right for sure oh, yeah absolutely. all right so so check that out like your brain doesn't know the difference between uh you know your imagination and reality right mm-hmm. so you're, you get nervous or you get afraid because you're already psyching yourself out yeah. like literally there's been studies where your brain can, literally cannot tell the difference like at that physiological level okay so if if you're just imagining it and you're feeling it for real, mm-hmm. then then it's real, right? It's real too. Yeah, yeah. So what I realized after reading the Four Agreements and other books like that, mm-hmm. I was like, if I have that power to make myself feel this way, I could change that by just changing the things that I think about, right? And right. the way I see things. Okay. And that's what I did. Okay. And um, so I applied that to my personal life. I applied that to my career. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know at my job Mm -hmm. and so what the results of that were my relationship with my wife became better okay um you know i moved up fairly quickly with the company that i currently work at fire you know so now i'm I'm a senior leader there and you know so by the time 2019 comes around i'm at a really good place in my life okay and I was like, man, I'm, I'm getting the itch to make right. music again. Right, 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 right. And so I got a new computer. Like, okay. I started, like, digging for samples again. I started making beats. Nice. And then um, all of a sudden, I, I'm on Instagram. I see my boy Shogun posting beats. And Shogun had been gone for a long time as well. Okay. And it, Shogun was doing a sample challenge called Sunday School Beats. Mm-hmm. And I okay. was like, yo, yeah. like, what is this? Mm-hmm. And so I started like following it, just kind of, you know, being a lurker for a little bit watching. Okay. And so I jumped in it of December last year. And um, that's kind of what reinvigorated me to really get back into making music. Mm-hmm. So, um, so you know, shout out to uh, DJ Organic, Mondomodium, Il Al, and Cordek for really creating that that challenge because that's really what kind of got me back into the swing of things. Okay. And so, um, so from December up until Easter this year, you know, I was making these beats every week for Sunday school beats, and I decided, you know what, let me put out let me put out this beat tape. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so I called it Revival, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, Revival because it made me want to get back into making beats. Revival because it's a Sunday School Beats challenge, right? You know what I mean. So, um, and then I kind of just kept going from there, making beats, reconnecting with artists, and um, you know, it's been a really great year, man. Um, proving to myself that I could be consistent again, showing the world that I still have it, mm-hmm. and um, the response has been amazing. For sure, oh, for sure, <laughs> for sure. And uh, yeah, let's get into that. Um, I've been really listening to Juggernauts a lot. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's been the one that that's been slapping yeah. for me. Um, 
And I'm I gotta I'm, I'm gonna pull it up. I gotta pull up the list because I can't remember every single one. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're, 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 like 30 tracks on there, yeah, it was right? 30 tracks, 26 producer, different producers I mm-hmm. work with. Yeah, so so what was before I get into my point, what what was it that possessed you? Like why did you want to do uh, this this specific project that has all these fire producers? And what was that process like? Because obviously every producer has a, a style, a flavor, uh, a way that they want to build a track. So how was that process for you? And why did you start the process with that? So I, I wanted to do it because back when I made my first run with music, like during that time I was describing earlier, um, from a producer standpoint, there wasn't a lot of collaboration. It was always True. like, you know, you're over there, I'm over here. Mm-hmm. You know, there was even like some beefs going on, you know, mm-hmm. just like some rappers with beef, which is silly. Mm-hmm. Um and I never liked that toxicity. And so getting back into making beats and seeing what the what the producer community is like now, I see that in certain aspects of it still. And I'm like, okay, well, we're never gonna be successful if we don't work together. Mm-hmm. Like the only way, you look at anybody that's successful in anything, they don't do it by themselves. They no. do it by, you know, working together, playing nice in the sandbox, yeah. helping each other. You think about a song that's successful on the Billboard charts or you know, from any genre, there's multiple writers, there's multiple producers. True. You know, like, so why would I just focus on doing something by myself mm-hmm. all the time? Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. So that's kind of why I wanted to do this. I was like, you know what? Let me try to bring the community together. Okay. Let me try to make something that's dope where I can, you know, highlight some people that I think are super ill Mm -hmm. and we could use it to network. You know, we could use it to showcase our talent. Um, You know, I have people from all over the world on that project, but a lot of it's from Arizona. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, you know, let's continue to show the world what Arizona has. Yeah. And and y'all definitely did like y'all accomplished that. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. 100%. Like, (laughs) There are some There's slappers some, on there. I remember we were we were first listening to it, and uh, I, I I called him up, and I'm like, "Hey, we were talking," and I was like, "Bro, are you in the car spitting?" Oh yeah, <laughs> spitting, for sure. Spitting some bars over for these because sure. you know I you know when music, certain music comes on and it catches catches him, he'll just be yeah. spitting some bars, you know, just for fun, whatever, <laughs> you know. And it's always a good fun and stuff, but. Uh, I had to call him and I was like, bro, are you spitting bars over these? And he's like, oh, yeah, for sure. And I, you could tell him which ones they were, man. But Yeah, no, nah, go, some... go, go to get some water, man. We're going to oh, be here yeah. for a minute. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, man. Um, off, okay, so off the bat, off the bat. Now, you know what? So, so the process. Okay, well, I, I appreciate <laughs> Sorry. No, I appreciate the love for real, you know, because that really helps me keep going. You know what I mean? So... Um, the process, so here's the thing, like in like in my office career, right? Like it's been very good to me and I've learned some skills. It, it, it's a lot of why, which helped me come out of my show. Okay. Like I wouldn't have done this, you know, five years ago. Okay. You know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. but now like I'm comfortable getting up in front of hundreds of people speaking, you know, like um, I'm essentially a project manager as well. So I utilize a lot of those skills to get this done. Okay. Cause you, I don't know if you ever de- dealt with musicians like that, but you know they're not always the most reliable. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, they could be a little flaky. Uh, yeah, uh, it's a little bit. Um, but <laughs> uh, yeah. just to keep it a little nice. <laughs> yeah. So I dealt with a little bit mm. of that on this project, but you know you just got to keep it respectful and just you know follow up and you know be you know just be cool about it. Mm. But I essentially just started a beat, and I said, hey, you know I would love for you to be on this project with me. You know if you have the capacity to do so, then great. Um, you know, if you like what I did, then awesome, you know, add to it, you know, do whatever you want. If you think it's trash, then change it, you know, or right. make something new and send it back to me. We can kind of go from there. Okay. That's cool, dude. Yeah. I really like that. And, That's um, cool. you know, I think now, cause I want to do a part two. So I think going into next year, I want to pull up with people actually like in the studio, mm-hmm. but all this was over the internet. So it's just like. Here's my Google Drive. Right. Here are the files. You know, let me know what you come up with, and we kind of we'll go back and forth. I, like I that. want to sidetrack just real quick, yep. man. Uh, the the whole mask thing. Yeah. 
is it was that a result from what you were talking about kind of being no oh or is um, that something totally different no that that so so how can i explain it so it's a couple things so there's a really deep meaning and then there's a not so deep meaning. okay yeah okay. i'm so, down let's go the not so deep meaning it's more of a branding thing just to catch the eye of someone to want to click oh it's definitely uh, it you know definitely I mean? captures sure. the attention yeah of some, yeah um for sure. mm -hmm. So then the deep meaning is, um, is it kind of goes twofold. So I, I didn't come up with the name loss perception mm -hmm. until around like 2006, 2007. Okay. But I became lost perception when my mom passed away in 2001. Okay. See what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, um, you know, I kind of alluded to ha dealing with some mental health issues and really that's where it started, okay. right? And yeah, so yeah. like, you know, just to bring up Kanye real quick, you know, a lot of people call Kanye crazy and all this stuff, but you notice that didn't, that didn't happen until after his mom died. Uh, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> I know. had this conversation, bro. Yeah, yeah, you know did. what I mean? That's so like, crazy. so once mm -hmm. I saw that, I, I related to it because I went through it. You know, I didn't act all crazy like he did, but like in that way, I didn't, you know, show out. Right. But just in terms of, you know, how I felt, you know, what's my future like, you know, mm -hmm. all that stuff. Mm -hmm. um, so eventually I came up with that name loss perception to kind of help um, you know, personify that and use it to drive, you know, my inspiration. So, um, the other part of it too was when I was first in the scene making beats, um, I felt I had, a, I felt I had to fight a, an uphill battle to get people to take me seriously a little mm -hmm. bit because you know, I understand that I'm brown and I'm bald. So like, you know, I might look more towards like a cholo, mm -hmm. but that's not really how I grew up. Yeah, I grew up in Maryville, but that wasn't me. You know what I mean? Right, like, right, right. I was just a nerd playing video games mm -hmm. that likes hip hop. You know, like gotcha. right. I never owned a pair of dope mans in my life, right, you know, right, so, right. <laughs> or, or Cortez's, right? Right, right, So, right. Um, but as I got older and then dealing, you know, getting into the workplace, dealing with you know racism all that for kind sure, of stuff for sure um i was like you know what like why am i fighting sort of what my you know what my culture is you know what, right. what my people are you mm -hmm. know i need to embrace that mm -hmm. so that's the other reason for the mask okay. so it's it's to embrace my culture it's to remember my mom that has passed away you know and also use it as a way to brand Fire. Man, you know, I love that, dude. Well. That is story, just bro. really yeah. dope, dude. No, that's dope, bro. I'm glad you went into the lost perception thing because I was, I wanted to get there too, and I'm glad you said that because that's, I mean, it's just real important for people to hear too because I think a lot of people, and we've had a lot of discussions about mental health, yeah, and there's a lot of different varieties of that that, that they don't all look the same, but they we all go through certain stuff, and I yeah. think it's really important for people like yourself and everybody to kind of sure. talk about it and have to and because it's relatable and i think you know with a mom passing or you know just some sorts of depression i think people need to read a book or you know talk to a best friend yeah. or you know there's different avenues for people to go down i think that's super important do you continue sorry we're gonna get back to juggernaut okay. no, i really yeah. want to get You're back good. there good, well. yeah. uh do you continue to work on that mental health like do you yeah is that a continual I wouldn't say like struggle, but just a kind of always a there in the background where you it, you know it's it's there and you kind of have to keep working on it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I, I have it under control now because I, I've uh, you know practiced that train of thought or that way of thinking for so long. Mm -hmm. it's, it's now a habit. Um, but there's other things that help me, right? So um, I'm really big into like stoicism. So, you know, it's really focusing on things that you can control, mm. you know, don't worry about things that are outside of your control, right? right like, right. sort of like, you know, um, if someone gets offended by something you say, like, I mean, you know, as long as you were respectful and you had great intentions, like, that's not on you, you know right. what I mean? So right. that type of deal, um, but it, which there's a lot of the similar principles in the four agreements, you know, one of them is like, always do your best. So like, if you give your best effort that day, um, no matter what happens at the end of the day, if you know in your heart that you did what you could, right? Then, then you know there's nothing to worry about. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like so, 
I know it's a very, you know, uh, broad simplification. You know, there's different situations for everything, but yeah. Um, but that's kind of how I, how I look at look at most things. So okay, yeah, yeah. no, dude, yeah, no, I I think it's you know to just maybe kind of we can end off here, man. Yeah. I think it's you know kind of important to just even take thirty seconds to a minute a day and kind of appreciate absolutely what you have around you, you know, and and be thankful for, you know, even going outside and be like, oh, there's the sun, you know, thanks, you know, for letting that hit. You know, just take it in and just kind of let everything go for a minute. Just, yeah. just simply just kind of, you know, quiet the noise a little bit. You yeah. know, I think that's super important just yeah. to uh, just take it down a little bit of a notch, you know, because there's a lot of stuff going on around us constantly with life and social media stuff and yada, yada, yada. Absolutely. You know, all that kind of stuff. You know, because even like sometimes you have your own self-doubts about what you're doing. Cause, for sure. Because even like to this day, I'm like, dang, am I even good at making beats? Right. You know what I mean? And like, <laughs> right. But I'm just like, I have to be because like... 30 people wouldn't have wanted to work with me. Right. right. So like they can't yeah. all like, so I don't mm-hmm. know, man, but, um, that's kind of just sort of how I, I look at, look at the world. But, um, but yeah, juggernauts was definitely a task to complete. I'm glad I did, man. There's some fire on there. Um, is there these producers, man, just so talented. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, okay. So let's just start it yeah, off. Let's, let's get into it. Right, we're not going to do the whole no. everything. <laughs> So Enlighten brings it in, you know yep. what I'm saying? Shout and then it goes in a yeah, shout out to Big Me. Then it goes in a soul fire with K Murdoch. K Murdoch, yep. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, I'm like I'm gonna need I'm gonna need them to relax for a minute. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> then we get in a reflex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like Zilla nah. Beats. Yeah, shout out Zilla Beats. So I haven't seen that name in a minute. Um and then so I'm like, okay, all right, I see what y'all trying to do here. Then we get into didactic uh, with Noctimus Prime. Prime. Mm-hmm. I'm at work. <laughs> I'm like, yo. I'm like, yo. What the hell is wrong with these dudes, bro? <laughs> like, and it just keeps going from there. Yep. And then obviously, we, you know, to our guy gets to um, track number seven, Affluent, DJ DN3. Three. Just what I loved about this tape, man. And I want to ask you specifically about a certain sound, um, because kind of across the board, there is this one thing, even though, so you've got a couple things going on here. Every track is obviously different because of the different producers that you're working with, right? Mm-hmm. So you've got these different vibes, and I love it. But there is kind of this sprinkle that's across every track, and it's this West Coast kind of funky kind mm-hmm. of feel and it's i mean that's damn near on every single track you've got a couple that that's got either they ha- they really have live instruments i think there's one that had a, a sax on it um but it's just really that west coast funk is that your imprint because i feel like it's obviously your tape is that did you make it a point to like I, i've got to have that sprinkle of that westy type stuff um you know what man like i don't I never really thought about it as a West Coast sound. Um, and a few people have told me, like, that know me, they're like, oh, you know what? Like, all these sound different, but we can definitely hear, like, your fingerprints, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I can tell you, I didn't purposely go out there and make something sound super West Coast style. Right. Like, the one with Not came out, like, super West Coast. That one was super especially. West Coast, for sure. Um, but, you know, for me, like, I just tried to make sure that it sounded cohesive considering all the different styles, you know what okay. I mean? Um, you know, I mixed everything, um, you know, once I got everything back and just to make it sound consistent, mm-hmm. I did little change ups here and there, like arrangements, uh, but I didn't set out specifically to make it sound like, you know, like a West Coast type of, type of beat. And I say that yeah. because one of, you know, um, one of our favorite producers, um, as far as making beats and executive producing is Terrace Martin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and Terrace Martin is a lot like that where he will make, uh, he just, he just dropped one called drones, which is absolutely incredible. Incredible. Um, and he'll make, you know, these, these, it'll be his, his tape, you know, he'll rap on it a little bit, but he's got a collective of people on there and, you know, he'll make everything sounds different. We talked about this mm-hmm. when we did our review on it. But you just, there's always that sprinkle of Terrace. Yeah. And Terrace is obviously from L.A. 
So there's that West right. Coast sound. Yeah, you know what I mean? So I I just I loved it because for me, you know, my 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 thing is I'm West West Westy. Like I love everything <laughs> yeah. West. So when I was listening to it, I was like, yo, this is right up my alley. Yeah. Um and honestly, it leads me to my next question because I would love like I think music needs this and I think we need this out here. The collection of people, artists, mm-hmm. over these types of beats. Is that something that you're thinking about working on or Yeah, it is. Okay. So um I always had the idea of, you know, making like a compilation album. Okay. Um, so I'm definitely going to do a Juggernauts too because it was producers that I didn't get to um, work with for this go around. Okay. But I definitely want to, to do Which is something. crazy. Yeah. Because right. like I didn't get to Les, I didn't get to, you know, uh, Mustafa, I didn't right. get to, I didn't get to Slop. You okay. know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. so, um, which they all agreed. So, um, but just to go back though. Yeah. yeah. Um, Cause I want to touch on something. So, my favorite producer of all time is Stoop the Enemy of Mankind from okay. Jedi Mind Tricks. Okay. And uh, like early on, like my beats for Blaze Rock were Stoop clones pretty much. Okay. <laughs> but I just love that sound so much just because he used a lot of Spanish samples mm-hmm. and it was like very boom bappy. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, you know, now like, you know, trap is everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's kind of the sound, more of electronic sound. So for me, when I try to make beats now, I try to blend the two. Okay. And, you know, kind of make a boom trap, like a boom trap beat, basically. Okay. And okay. so that's really kind of, if there's one thing I was trying to do, is kind of keep that going throughout to where, you know, someone from the golden era could kind of appreciate it. And then, you know, someone, you know, like a 90s baby could appreciate for it sure. as well. Yeah, so, for sure. Um, but yeah, man. If, if, if I wanted to buy one of those beats to rap on would you sell me one i would oh, yeah okay. <laughs> um i um so not for me personally i'm just curious you know if, you pe- know like people yeah like yeah, if, if somebody was like oh my god man like i can't that beat is so fire i have to spit on this like i gotta do something man absolutely okay. i mean i actually did get into selling beats this year and i kind of backed off a little bit because mm. i heard some of the downside to selling beats to people you don't regularly work with mm-hmm. is you don't know if it's going to be good or not. Yo. You know what I mean? Oh, that so is, like, that's true. That's a big, that's so, a big problem. It's like you're putting your name on an artist and if yeah. it comes out and it's like, you're like produced yeah. by lost perception. You're like, nah, nah, we're so, good. You can take my name out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Even so some, though the beats fire, you know, right, right. So yeah. sometimes it comes out really great. Sometimes it doesn't, uh-huh. you know, so I kind of backed off from it. Like if someone asked me directly, then, you know, then yeah, but, um, but yeah, that's crazy, man. Um, but you, you were uh, you were getting somewhere with that question, right? Oh, the compilation. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I definitely want to do that. Um, I have some projects I want to do next year, and so okay. once those are done with, I want to look into that. Okay, for sure. Yeah, because I think yeah. I, I think um, you know what's been real cool, and obviously Khaled's done it. Um, uh, Clue, you know, did it. I mean, it's been done, you know, over and over again. Mm-hmm. But I think what's been real cool is lately. You've been having like, um, like I said, Terrace Martin does a great mm-hmm. job of of his uh, tapes when he does it. Um, Snoop just dropped one called Algorithm, which is mm-hmm. absolutely fire. Um, I think um, Amplified from out here is on there. He has beats on there. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, that album is oh, incredible. It, it's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fire. really good. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think just when you're li- like, as I'm listening to to Juggernauts, I I'm like. Man, I can mm. definitely hear. I mean, specifically some people that mm. I know or yeah. know of, where I'm like, "Yo, he would be crazy." Right. Oh man. Oh man. Like, mm-hmm. and I'm like, man, if we could do like Juggernauts with the artists, or even Juggernauts too, and just have a couple on there with some artists on there, yeah. man. Because <laughs> I'm like, man, like these is, and but you know what? What was great about that was you dropped some, and and not a lot of producers can do this. I'm being honest here drop a beat tape that is sonically pleasing to listen to throughout the whole tape like a lot of people have dropped beat tapes and it's like by the fourth one you're like i'm just listening to instrumentals mm-hmm. and i i think you did a great job there's there's a couple times where uh you used i don't know i don't know if you guys use actual real people or if it, they were samples in there 
Oh, it's it Sam. sounds like I mean, it yeah. sounds like right. there's there like is. a chick yeah, like yeah. legit, legitimately singing a hook. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I thought you guys did a great job across the board. You did a great job across the board of making it still feel like I'm listening to a full song, not mm-hmm. just a beat. Yeah, right. so great job, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, and that, that joint, um, yeah, that's a that's a sample. Okay, um, but you know, I thought it, it sounded dope. Um, Cause so Shogun actually sent me like the chops for it. Okay. And uh, you know, I made the rest of the beat. I sent it back to him. He's like, dude, this is amazing. Mm. So, um, but yeah, man, it really um, you know, makes me happy to hear you guys say that because um, you know, one it's one thing for like the producer I did it with to say it's dope, but it's another thing to hear someone that really really doesn't make music like that, mm-hmm. you know, to, to give me that validation. So that's yeah, awesome. Smart, man. Yeah, that's dope. Thank that's you. Cool. So we got Juggernauts too. We we can yeah. look forward to. Yeah. What else? Who else you working with? Can you say? I, I well. Or do you want to keep it a secret? So I'm, I'm working <laughs> on another beat tape. So okay. I'll probably put that out January, February. Okay. Um, I'm working on something. I'll just say we're working on it. Uh, with uh, K Murdoch and DN3. Okay. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, but I did lock in uh, with I'm a couple. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I did lock in with a couple of artists, uh, so okay. um, you'll see me have some some placements this, this in 2022. So um, I'm really looking forward to that stuff. Fire, man! Yeah, yeah. I, I can't wait, man. This is <laughs> it's cool, man. I, you know, I've always wanted to dive into beat making, dude. I've always it's yeah. always kind of bit, I never dived really into it, you know, because that's how uh, Dre and myself we yeah. met. We kind of we went to engineering school, mm-hmm. so. Uh, you know, done all that kind of stuff, and mm-hmm. always wanted to dabble a little bit, man. I just never had the like the the real drive for it, like. Yeah. And so I really always appreciate talking to yeah. producers like you because it, you know it, there is a part of me, and I don't think I'll probably ever really get to it, but I almost feel like I live my dream through listening to you guys because it's it's amazing to hear what you guys create. Uh, stuff that come, you know, I'm like, how did they think of that, man? That's so fire, dude. Like, and it could be something stupid, like, and I, I don't mean stupid, it's stupid, but it's just a little, Simple, yeah. yeah, like, do, 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 you know, you're like, but well, that fits so perfect, yeah, like they right? Heard, they like, heard that the shit hell, at Fry's while they were yeah. shopping. <laughs> like, that was the that was the PA system. <laughs> do, 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 and they were like, oh, that shit was yeah. Yeah, fire. You know? <laughs> like, <laughs> well, like, the crazy thing about my sort of approach to it is, I've made beats out of necessities for my friend, right? Like, mm. like I said, I wanted to be DJ or like an engineer, right? I, I, I went to Crass. Mm-hmm. Um, so okay. like, um, when I make a beat, I I didn't have that musical training. So like I said, I started Magic Music, music Maker, then FL 3.5. So I approached it from like a technical standpoint. Like I almost make beats like, a, like solving a math problem. Mm. Okay. You know, that's kind of how I look at it. Um, but what helped me is like, as I moved to different, you know, equipment, like I ended up getting an MPC 1000, like Mm -hmm. that helped me learn about actual like bars and like measures and, Mm -hmm. you know, all Mm -hmm. this kind of stuff. Um, and then kind of going back and forth between like FL and all this, like really learning scales and, you know, all that has helped me. Mm -hmm. Um, but I still look at it from a mathematical perspective, like even like making a chord, like I literally count, you know, so mm-hmm. to to get to the the right chord progression. So um, it's crazy. That's but, cool. That's cool, that's, man. That's very dope. Well, I mean, music is math yeah. in in some yeah. sort of sense, you know, and that's really kind of cool. Uh, what would you what would you tell any young person or anything? Like, how would you get started in trying to make beats? Like, what what would you say to like start with? Like, something kind of basic and simple to play around with. What would you say? I would say to Anyone wanting to make beats, mm-hmm. if they have an iPhone okay. or like an iPad, mm-hmm. Beatmaker 3. Okay. Or oh. Koala. Okay. Like, that's all you need. That's literally all you need. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, technology is nuts these days. Like, so. um, I have a guy on there on Juggernauts. Uh, he's on there twice, Tatsumaki, super fire. Mm-hmm. Um, he does all his beats on his iPad in Koala. And before that, he was doing it on a Note 4. It's crazy. That's fire. Yeah. Bro. Like and his his beat tape was just on like the best seller on Bandcamp. You know what I mean? When that's, he dropped it. So crazy. 
Um, but yeah, so I would just say, you know, use it's it's not very expensive these days. Like, you know, all this stuff, the speakers and the NPCs <laughs> and the fancy computers, that, that's just all for our own egos. Like, you literally could just do it on your phone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I shouldn't be surprised by that, but I still am. You know, I'm getting older, so it's like, man, it's just crazy that you could it just is. have like this little device and just set it down and start playing oh, around with it, it bro. Used, it that's used to crazy. be like you, you, you would show up to the studio. And they got, you know, you got the NPC. Um, I forget the one. There was one that came out. I want to say it was like 05, 06. And it was a keyboard. And it also had, um, it was like a full-on computer. Wrong. For- the, wait, so are you talking about the the Nico? The Nico. Where it was like the Windows computer with the keyboard on yes. it. And it had like the faders. Yeah, it was like, a, like it was all in one right yeah. there. Mm-hmm. And you could plug that in. You could literally do everything right there, or yeah. you could use it um, as an outside thing for, you know, like uh, Fruity Loops or whatever program yeah. you had. That was fire. That, that that was crazy. But you don't even need that no more. <laughs> right? Yeah. You know what I'm you saying? You just need a phone now. It's That's crazy, it. Man. It's, it's crazy to think. Like, yeah, back then, all the equipment that was sitting in a room just to make a beat, now it's just like... Yeah. And you're done. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You're in Yeah, there. that's really cool, man. Really, really so, cool. Man, but um, I just you know just real quick, man. Yeah, for um, sure. I was just at um at Paco Knot's house. Do you guys know Paco? No. So Paco, not personally. He's been out here for a minute. Um, he has a group with a uh, Blaze Rock called BP Mercenaries. Okay. Um, super fire. Um, you know their music is like really built around like the fitted community. So if you want to check that out. Okay. But same same thing. He was just telling me um. He has an iPad with his MIDI controller, and he can just do all his beats on that. Man, it's nuts. That's crazy. Yeah. What are you? What are you working with right now? Uh, so I kind of b- bounce back and forth. Uh, so my I never left FL. Okay. So my main thing is I use FL as my doll. Like, um, and so I use I got an MPC again, so I use my MPC. And um, I route it into into FL. Right. Either I record it through the interface, or I just use the plugin. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also have a machine that I dabble with sometimes too, because I was an early adopter on machine uh, okay. when it came out. Um, I had a boy that worked there, and so he was able to to get me one pretty early on. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what I do now. Is um, everything runs in FL. I arrange everything in there, um, just like you would, you know, a, a Pro Tools or an right, Ableton right, or whatever. Right. So. But yeah, it's pretty much a, so. I kind of have the best of both worlds in terms of like a hardware software approach. Okay, nice. nice. Yeah. I like that. Fire. But yeah, man, that's dope. Like, like a so. physical and a digital, you know, yeah. kind of converging together. Awesome. Um, the two worlds collide. Yeah. One thing I didn't <laughs> touch on is um, I'm really trying to to do a, a another album with my boy uh, Row Knowledge. Rock, rock. Yeah, knowledge. we got it. Roll yeah. knowledge. Roll yeah. knowledge. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Shout I, out rock knowledge. Yeah, man. I, I want to do something different, you know, and um, I think. We got to get him. We trying to get him out of retirement. Really getting him to, you know, I call him a rapper. You know, he hates that. But, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. you know, I want to get some more spoken word out there. Um, but really looking forward to, to really putting out more music this next year, you know, like, and um, just put out good stuff. For sure. You know, help build out the scene. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of great music coming out of Arizona. A lot of good stuff. You man. know, um, I mean, you know, like you just got ran on Billboard, you yeah. know. Oh, like, yeah. You know, yeah. Felix yeah. is on there yeah. now. Shout out to Felix. Mm-hmm. Um, Alexis just dropped his his single with yeah. Snow to Product, yeah. you know. Fire, fire Tony too. Chalk produced that. He's from here, you know. Yeah. Like, man, there's so much talent here, Shout man. Shout out to Boulay Kev, too. Uh, the absolutely. Whole, the whole thing he's doing, yeah. Man, so um, I'm just really excited about the state where it's at now, you know, compared to where it was. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, people like you highlighting, you know, the artists and, you know, the the community. Um, man, it's great, man. Yeah. It's, it's really great. No, it's, I think we, we've been talking about this, man. Next year is going to be... Uh, I just talked to Miranda. You just talked mm-hmm. to Miranda last night, too, man. And shout out to Miranda with everything he's doing with Just Give Me Five and, and the new show that he's got, Live mm-hmm. Renditions incredible shout out to jimmy nelson too um i was like bro like next year it's gonna be crazy for all of us like it's gonna be nuts like i can't like i really can't wait for next year man and you know glad cats like you are back in the scene you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying it's a necessity man like you know you you gotta have not i don't want to say the old guard the true guard man like you know there's a reason that the snoops and the Nas's and the jays and 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 these guys remain 
in the game, it's because the, the authenticity and, and the trueness that they bring to the table, man. And you're definitely a part of that. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. why the Mega Rands are still around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's why the Mirandas are still around. The metaphoricals, like they're that's these guys have been a part of the AZ community, AZ hip hop scene, and just music in general. That's why they're still around. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and so to have you back in full force, fire, fire, fire beat uh, tapes these year, this year. Can't wait for 2022, man. Um, and I can't wait for the compilation. I'm a, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be hitting your line like yo hit this dude. I'm a DM him. I might be like your little side manager, bro. I'm gonna go get some guys for you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yo, I, I told dope, this man. dude. Uh, yeah. What do you think of him? Yeah, yeah. I'm a, I got you. I'm gonna slide the number over. I'm really excited for you, bro. Yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I'm, too, bro. I, I'm looking it. forward to seeing you just even succeed. You know what? Even beyond of what you're even thinking of, man. Yeah. I, you know that's what's kind of exciting about doing yeah. this too is you know interviewing you guys and in in it's it's like living through you guys For in sure. a sense man it's vicariously through you guys it, and it's amazing to see what you guys are doing and how you everybody's kind of doing stuff within the community and all kind of work i love how everybody seems to be really working together right yeah. now. it's actually really kind of cool man I, I agree and that's what i really love about it you know um you know we're all in this together we're all on the same team like sure. all we have to do is just continue to work together mm-hmm. uh be consistent and, and really it. put out a high quality product and we will you know reap the results of that right oh, like, for sure we, yeah. will, we will see um you know continued growth so yeah we're looking forward to it Tell everybody where they can follow you and find your music, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I'd say on Instagram, the Lost Perception. Um, I, I that handle kind of bugs me because I had Lost Perception, but Instagram hated on me and deleted my other page. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll tell you that so real quick. So yeah, like, um, <laughs> yeah, like, what? We're not gonna let you get out. Let's talk about this. So I started looking into CEO, like search engine optimization and okay. trying to um, figure out how I can grow like, you know, my account, okay. my uh, my Instagram and like my YouTube page. Right. And so um, I th- thought I cracked the code with Instagram because I started getting like a lot of engagement, like followers, likes and all that stuff, like real, real, real followers. Yeah. Right. And um, so it was going great. And then then I started getting into selling beats. And so, you know, there's all kinds of platforms to sell beats. But the problem with that is, is like the beats just don't sell themselves. Like you have to go out there. Mm. And so the method I chose was to reach out to artists on Instagram. So I'd reach out to people like I'd spend like an hour a day, like DMing, like, yo, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. money lost perception, blah, blah. And um, so I think the amount of messages I was sending out on top of when I started promoting juggernauts because I was tagging everybody. Right. I think Instagram thought I was a bot. Oh, snap. Mm. And they didn't give me a warning. Like, and they just shut, and you, they just shut you down? Shut my shit Damn. down. I went through the whole process to try to get it back and nothing. They didn't, didn't even respond to me. So I just made a new one. And so I just kind of went back to the tactics I was using, which, you know, were help, helping me grow again. But um, I just stopped the whole trying to reach out and, and, and all that yeah, shit. yeah I'm good <laughs> algorithms dude and stuff yeah. like that it's so weird oh, bro. Oh, Instagram y'all gotta cut this shit out man <laughs> yeah, y'all man. be y'all be getting rid of the wrong motherfuckers <laughs> dude, man that's what I'm saying like you know I have people like I have get the fuck out I have of here fake accounts that. like you know right. reach out like oh you know like you know I'll you know or yeah like, I mean know, come on man like they out here come come see a titty for two dollars and shit. You shut down real people, man. Right. It's bullshit. And I'm it's saying, bullshit. Yeah. Check my page out. I got a fat ass. Bitch, how you not or, even real? Or I had one guy, he's like, I posted a <laughs> I posted a video of a like of my beat machine or MPC. He's like, yo, that beats fire, I wanna buy it. I was like, okay, cool. Like, you know, it's on my Beat Stars page, here you go. He's like, Well, what's your PayPal? And I'm like, just get it on my Beat Stars. He's like, Well, nah, what's your PayPal? And I'm like, Nah, bro. bro, like go to my beat stars. And so I ended up like searching the, the dude's username. Turns out like he convinces people to give them his PayPal account. And then he like social engineers them. To, he does like a password recovery thing and gets the code from them. And he oh, takes over shit. their account. And I'm just like, okay, like that's what really pissed me off. I'm yeah. just like, okay, you have people legit scamming. Scamming. 
and you delete me just because I'm trying to freaking make a living. You know what I mean? Right. Like, right. Yeah. Man. Make connections <laughs> with people. Wow. I mean, that's what the platform is for. Yeah. Is wow. you're making connections with people. It's called social media for a reason. Yeah, I'm just trying to grind, but it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, man. So, lost perception, the yeah, lost perception, the lost perception yeah, on that's Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, okay. that's the main way. Um, you know, or lostperceptionmusic.com. Okay. That kind of just takes you to my link tree, and you know, has you know all the links to my beat tapes, my social media. Um, I want to get better with TikTok and Twitter next year, but yeah, Instagram seems to be what I'm I'm good with. Yeah, yeah. so TikTok is fire though. We gotta TikTok get better, is, yeah, TikTok is it's interesting. Crazy, it's interesting. Yeah, it's that's a that's a weird algorithm, dude. We just start it's, talking it's, about social media, so that's even man. weird, weirder. But anyways, yeah, man, make sure you follow him at the Lost Perception. Man, it's just amazing to have you here. Please come back anytime, man. For sure. We'd oh, man. love to have you back. Actually, next time we drop a project, man. Heck yeah! I say spin you know, the block, man. I'm, I'm spin down. The block. You know, you know, shoot me the invite. I'm literally down the street. Right down I know, the street. Right? I might you just know. come pick you up, bro. Don't even worry. <laughs> hey, about man, it. you know what? Since you're right down the street, <laughs> if we ever have a cancellation, we might just hit you up and be like, "Hey, bro, come on." Yeah, <laughs> let's do it, <laughs> easy, bro. No, let's do it. We'll hit up. You the might little, be our regular. You know, we'll hit up yeah. the little taco stand on the corner. Yo, you shout know. out to A One Tacos oh, yeah. down there. Fire. <laughs> Love A One. So I just had some on Tuesday. Shout out to A One Tacos too. But anyways, man, thank you so much for yeah, coming man. on. Yeah, man. bro. Yeah, thanks for uh, showing the love, and you know, I wish you continued success. Thank thanks, you, man. man. Thanks. Anyways, you guys stay safe. You guys stay positive out there. And as always, this is the Gray Space. Peace. Peace.